Welcome to our backyard. This is the Backyard Philosophy Podcast. We are two friends having a discussion after everyone else has passed out or gone to bed. Grab a drink and listen as we discuss everything from automation, space exploration, and why the meaning of life is 42. At the age of 18, you're not legally allowed to consume alcohol because you're not able to understand the repercussions of your actions. Who would have guessed, at 18 years old, you didn't understand the consequences of your actions? Anyway, here's $400,000 in student loan debt. Today we're going to talk about at what age are we mature, what age can we vote, what age can we go to war, what age can you drink alcohol. We're going to talk about historical examples, some of the science, what everyone else is doing, before we get too far into it, Mike, how are you doing? What are you drinking? Well, luckily, I am the legal age limit of drinking, and I'm drinking some Evan Williams. What about you, my friend? How are you doing? What are you drinking? Well, that recession's hitting us hard, huh? Gotta do what you gotta do. It's okay. I'm a Evan Williams fan as well. I am drinking some, as usual, uh, Dead Guy Ale, but out of bottles today because everything tastes better out of bottles. Everyone knows that. Everything does taste better out of a glass. And Nick, I'll be honest with you. When researching age limits, I wasn't quite sure where to start. So I started where I normally do. I went back to the classics. Some of the founders of modern society in the Western world. The ancient Greeks and the ancient Romans. Much like modern time, the ancients too swayed on the age of adulthood. But for the most part, they broke up age of a human being into four stages. Childhood, youth, adulthood, and old age. And the age of adulthood in ancient Greek society was 21 or 25, depending on the city-state and time period. While in Roman culture, it was pretty consistently 25 years old. Which, with science of today, that will become more relevant. And funny enough, with adulthood and age 25, it was even in their laws. The Roman law, Lex Libertoria, was a set of laws. And in that was a cause to protect men below the age of 25 against economic exploration. For people under 25 in Roman culture were still considered to be minors. Interesting enough, when it came to crime, being a minor was not the same as being a child and cannot be used as a defense. If you committed a crime at 14 or 35 or 16, 19, and anything in between, you would still be tried the same. When it came to working in the military in the ancient world, age didn't really matter. It was kind of all hands on deck. Spartans kind of took that to the extreme, having their male children sent to a military academy at age 7, and they couldn't even live with their wives until 30. Again, farm work in military and modern world in some parts and the ancient world. No real age limit. Just gotta imagine drummer boys pounding upon the snare on the front lines. I mean, the only real age limit or conditions in history tended to be for officers or those in command. But depending on the status of your family or how rich you were, that could all easily disappear. One ancient age limit that we'll, I, well, I'll bring up a couple times was an English common law that a man had to be 21 in order to be a knight. That common law idea would spread to the colonies and spread throughout America. But in America, even early history... Young men fighting, you could even call them, and they're still boys. Again, just picture that drummer boy. From the colonial days to the 20th century, 12, 14, 16-year-olds 
Young males were involved in warfare, and sometimes even drafted. But in the 20th century, many things would change. So bringing it up to our modern times, because that's what we're most familiar with, we're going to say for the United States, for those of you who don't know, at 18 you can vote, 21 you can drink alcohol, then depending on state, 18 or 19, or 18 or 21 for tobacco. 18, seven, 18 you can join the military on your own, I think 17 you can do it with parental permission, and at 14 you can get a job, legally. Not an under, under, not an under the table job. So how did we get to these, and why do we get to these ages? So a lot of people like me probably think it's weird that you can vote at eighteen. You can get as much, you can get onto as much debt as the banks will give you, and let's be honest, the banks will give you pretty much anything. But you can't drink alcohol, and you can't rent a car till you're twenty-five. So kind of all over the board. Eighteen for voting didn't always used to be the case. We think of it as pretty standard, but the 26th Amendment, the Voting Rights Act, which set the age at 18, was passed in July of 1971. And there was, I mean, mostly this came from the Vietnam War of why were people being drafted who couldn't vote. And there was a little bit of pushback during World War II from why were people being drafted who couldn't vote, but definitely not as much as Vietnam. If I could jump in here real quick. Well, until World War II broke out, President FDR lowered the draft from 21 to 18. So the draft used to be 21 when you could vote. 18, they were still considered a child. And, well, the World Wars were kind of all hands on deck scenario. So it's like, oh, we can change the rules a little bit. I also think, at least from my experience, many people wanted to join the military from World War II. I feel like there was a less call for a, a draft needed. I mean, hell, in my own family, my grandfather lied about his age so he could get into the military. I feel like there's a lot more call to arms than there was compared to the Vietnam War. Could be wrong. Oh, yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, but either way, it still stands that the you didn't always have to be 18 to go to war. It used to be 21. 21 also used to be the voting age. And it's weird that we we continued to lower things through history. It seems you would think it'd be the opposite, that you'd make it take longer for things as we... As our age limits increases, we, and so does the responsibilities. Yeah. Um, so that's why the voting age is 18. But why is the drinking age 21 if it's different from the voting age? The drinking age used to be 18 in a lot of places, and I'm sure... Most people know about a school that not too long ago, you know, up until in 84 at least, that it was an 18-year-old allowed to drink or 18 with, with an adult was allowed to drink, and it was a party school. The reason that we, we raised the drinking age from 18 to 21, because it used to be 18 for a long time, and I always thought it was weird that it was tied up in a highway act, but the reason is that there was just so many people were being killed from drunk driving that they had to raise the drinking age up to 21. And that was done in 1984. Yes, that bill would be written by Senator Frank Lautenberg and heavily, heavily influenced by Mothers Against Drunk Driving Society. And the and some states didn't want to partake, but they 
the government would only give them 90% of their money for federal funding for highways if they didn't comply. So after a while, pretty much every state complied. Well, technically, they still don't have to supply. They don't have to obey to that law. It's still up to the states to just, well... Let's be honest, Nick. A lot of those states, one, want more money, and two, they just don't want to be harassed by the ATF. Well, no one wants to be harassed by the ATF, but <laughs> here we it's are. The world we live in. But I know Idaho didn't raise its um, age for a while, and a, a lot of people came over to Idaho, and that's why it still has like a party state reputation when that is not the case, just because it's so. It was like the last one to go to 21 in the area, so everyone went there to get beer. The Spartans' final stand. What about working? Why is it that we're allowed to... Well, Nick, if since we're still on drinking, I'd like to hop in a little bit more and talk, add a little bit more to drinking. Something was really interesting to me about drinking, and it's what if you're caught drinking... And say you're 18 versus 17. Well, it turns out there's straught differences. Apparently, say you're you were 17 one day away from your birthday, and say you were 18 one day after your birthday. Apparently, that one day is enough for you to be a completely new person, new adult. Because I was very struck by the consequences of underage drinking and underage being 20 and under. So. For 18 and over and 18 and under, they can face fines, loss of license, but for 18 to 20-year-olds, they could include jail time, and both can also include services. It's very striking to me that the same crime that both are considered too young to drink get the same consequence for their actions. That, to me, does not make sense at all. So I guess we're assuming that they're old enough to understand the consequences of their action, but not old enough to make the decision about the consequences of their action? That's what I draw the conclusion. It's like, you that it, that doesn't make sense. That's 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 to bite your nose. It's just to hit your face, bite your nose. It just, it just seems stupid. Something else I wanted... Yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of this is just, well, we didn't update the books, so here we are. And some other stuff that drove me kind of insane, because, again, it varies state to state with their alcohol laws. In Maine, you only have to be 17 to bartend and to serve alcohol. While in Alaska, you have to be 21 to do both. To be honest, I would have guessed it would be the other way around if, for, for those two, but that's real. You can make drinks, give drinks, bring them over to their table if you're 17. But you're not allowed to drink the thing you just made. What? How on earth does that make sense? That's like a chef not allowed to try his his dish. But I do want to put on some caveats. Moving the drinking age to 21 has dropped drunk driving casualties. Whether it be correlation or causation, not sure. Because, well, safety features in cars have advanced since the 1980s. And education has actually improved. That being said, drunk diving has decreased. And that could be, you know, turn to the punch bowl of the mother's uh, group against drunk driving. Or could it be just better improvement in technology? Who's to say which one's right, which one's wrong? 
But either way, deaths have increased. Yeah, I think that was... I don't think anyone's arguing with that. I think I, I kind of saw that. I was like, yeah, that that makes sense. Something else to kind of combine with drunk and driving. Most driving age in most states is 16. I I understand not drinking, say, 18 and under, because nearly the age of 18 and everything else. I mean, two years of practice, you could kind of figure out if you're good at driving or not. But it's just it's just it's just weird to me that if you could be 18 in one day or you can be 17 and 360 days and you're completed you're treated completely different for your actions and the things you're allowed to do i think you can drive earlier than that i think, I think you have to have a permit with someone who's 21 or older with you to drive yeah but i think there's like an exemption if you're driving to school and you have so many hours or something Oh, that's that's interesting. I I wouldn't doubt it, especially with rural areas. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't want to name names, but I definitely know. I I believe they were driving at like fourteen to school, fourteen fifteen is a super rural area, so they're driving all their siblings to school without the parent. So hell, their biggest threat it seems like would be deer, not other cars. Yeah, then that's yeah. I mean, they, yeah, I think they spent most of their time driving to school trying to hit squirrels. So <laughs> that's a that's a beginnings of a seal killer, but you know. Yeah, yeah, not going to deny that. Uh, but it seems like necessity is all all that you need to be allowed, legally allowed to drive a car is necessity. Driving to school, work, you pretty much get an exemption. Uh, but with the alcohol age being eighteen or above, I still kind of understand because even with it being illegal currently, 16-year-olds still have the highest crash rate in the United States. That's not surprising to me. It just kind of confirms that we should not let new drivers drink and drive. That that's just that's just too many too many coals going at once. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. Get figure this out, and and then make it harder. <laughs> Hold my beer moments. Hopefully not, Mike. They're driving. Come on. Oh, that's something I wish I I researched was when did drinking and driving become illegal? Like I know some states they used to used to be able to drink while you drove some roadies, but something else you brought up, Nick, that's changing state to state, much like bartending laws, was tobacco, which is very foreign to me because me and you both grew up where it was eighteen and nineteen ten, Mike, the first state to adopt a law against drinking and driving. Was in 1910. Can you guess the state? New York. Did you look it up? No, I just took a shot in the dark. Yeah, you're right. Let's go. Let's go. I just figured high traffic and it's got to be an old state. My mind just went to New York. I mean, pretty much every state was in the Union by 1910. I mean, New Mexico wasn't. I don't think Arizona was. By 1910, I'm pretty sure. I thought. I thought. I'm pretty sure New Mexico didn't become a I thought the like last the state was, was Hawaii and Alaska, and I thought Hawaii or Alaska was like 1848. I could be wrong, but I thought I thought New Mexico didn't join until like the 1930s. No, 1959, Alaska was the 49th state. New Mexico didn't become a part of the Union until 1912, so it's pretty close to that time frame. Uh, I mean... I said 1920s and 30s. No, I, you said like 18-something. I think you were like 70 years off. Well, anyhow, with tobacco, it's still very foreign to me because us growing up, we could go to the store when at 18 
and grab a cigar cigars, or dip. Whatever. Yeah. Most places, a lot of states, you still can at 18. It was weird to me when I was working in California for a summer that I could not buy tobacco. Well, isn't everything illegal in California? All the fun stuff is. Oh, sorry. I forgot homeless is the only thing illegal in California. Well, hard drugs are legal. <laughs> well, so so is it is in Oregon. Yep. No age limit for that. There's more restrictions on tobacco. <laughs> but that's, that's ex- extremely surprising with tobacco. Because I'll be honest, when I think of tobacco, I don't think of stunting your motor functions. I don't think of being a hit inhibitor. I don't think of a gateway drug, so to speak, because uh, alcohol is a downer. What would tobacco be classified? Is that an upper? I mean, I've technically, probably. Like, it's not a, it doesn't make you calmer, but how upper does it really make you? Fair enough, fair enough. I mean, people use it, people use it to stay awake. So, I mean, I'm, it's technically an upper, but I mean, I don't really know if there's a technical, what's classified as an upper and a downer, but. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's just still weird to me that they moved that age limit in our lifetime in our home state. It's just like you can get married at 18. You can be in the military at 18. You can vote. You can buy a house, a car, a firearm, but you're not allowed to buy alcohol or tobacco. Like you said, Nick, in the very beginning, you can go into hundreds of thousands of debt, but you're not allowed to buy a cigarette. One of these things will kill you. Is it the suicide by the debt or is it which one are we talking about? Both of these things will kill you. Fair enough. That is the that is what I didn't look up. I really wanted to see how many people kill themselves because of student loan debt. I'm sure it's not a ton. I'm sure, it's, I'm not also sure it's not zero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but speaking of smoking, a team of researchers from Memorial University of Newfound Canada found that people who started smoking weed before 18 were more likely to start smoking cigarettes, but people who started smoking weed from 1820 had actually less chance of smoking cigarettes and people 20 and above had no difference if for percentages if they would switch from weed to cigarettes which is to me curious because now i don't i'll be honest i don't remember what the legal age of weed is i think it's 21 i think it's 21 in oregon i can tell you that 21 in oregon okay still basically not legal in texas and uh it's just interesting how how the human brain is developing during that age group limits but for some reason 18 to 20 does not affect the probability of increasing smoking tobacco if you started smoking weed during that time frame it's i guess weed is a gateway drug the younger you are which is very very telling and also it kind of makes sense for not driving underneath the influence if you're on a different type of drug again with tobacco like we just said it's just kind of hard to classify as an upper or downer like it's drug i mean occasionally keeps you awake it's got some addictive properties but so does caffeine which is the hell of a drug it's just it's just you can you can buy coffee at any age which has been caffeine show is shown to stunt growth but you're not allowed to buy tobacco at 18. Just weird to me. Sugars, depending on the studies, sometimes more, and depending on the amount, more addictive than tobacco or more addictive than nicotine. Buy that at any age as well. Oh, yeah. I would I would definitely say sugar is way more addictive than nicotine. So it's just weird that there's a 
drugs were okay with and drugs were not. Yeah. I mean, it's all it all comes down to the culture of what what we're cool with. True. It is also kind of funny to me because I'm thinking of like pre-20th century of literally farm boys growing tobacco at like age 10 and still and smoking tobacco. Not healthy, but it's, I mean, they survived. My grandpa was like a two-pack-a-day man and he lived to like 85. It's just, uh, humans are just different from person to person. I just want to say I'm also not advocating for smoking cigarettes. <laughs> I just want to say that. It seems like I, I realize that it sounds like I'm for tobacco. I'm just like for if you're able to go to war to bring some nicotine with you if you want. This podcast brought to you by Marlboro Reds. <laughs> if, you don't sm- if you don't smoke Marlboro Reds, then fuck you. Yeah, but I mean most – oh, that's true. I never thought about that ever. I was like, well, if if you're 18, you can buy tobacco. But I forgot a lot of states raised the age for tobacco to 21, like we just talked about. And so, yeah, you can go to war and not be able to buy tobacco products, which is stupid insane. as hell. <laughs> like, I, I have had multiple friends who were infantry members, and they go, no, we use dip to keep us awake during night raids. Like, that shit, that shit's a necessity. It's not a luxury. Well, and so the. Yeah, uh, chewing tobacco is popular, like you said, with the military, but basically any occupation where an actual fire would be a hazard. So mining, like firefighting, wildland firefighting, a big one, uh, oil rigs. So a lot of high danger jobs, which is, this kind of leads the tangent off into at what age you can do certain jobs, but a lot more popular in more dangerous jobs, which you're not allowed to do until you're 18. So if you're under the age of 18, you can't do pretty much any job that involves machinery or use of power tools. Well, that's actually not technically true. So again, the working age is different from country to country and state to state. But overall, in the United States, you can work under 18, under 14 in agricultural occupation newspapers and acting so technically if your family owned a farm there's no law against you driving a bulldozer on your family's farm or but that's agriculture exemption i mean that's that's good for a lot of different things that's not uh that's not the majority like and that's you know that like yeah i don't think that's the majority of people who work under the age of 14 oh no i i agree with you if anything i would say there's more child actors than there are kids under 14 working on farms and that's actually super terrifying but continue from 14 to 16 you can work as long as it's outside school hours in a non-manufacturing and non-hazardous jobs 16 to 17 no limit on how much you can work except you're not allowed to work in hazardous labor upper limits for certain activities kind of depend on that like uh, hazardous labor starts kind of getting loosely defined as when you're 16 and 17 and as soon as you hit 18, there's no no limits. You can do whatever the fuck you want, except for buy tobacco and alcohol. Yeah, because you're not allowed to make those decisions. No, you're, you're technically a ru- lot legally allowed to run a nuclear power plant, handle plutonium and uranium, but you're not allowed to buy tobacco. Yeah, I mean, the list, and so things when I think of 18-year-olds, I think of uh, working in wildland fire with a bunch of 
not a bunch, but a, a good amount of really young kids, including myself, and loggers who are just graduated high school, kids working on the um, hook tending, all like super dangerous things where you have to be aware of your surroundings enough to stay out of danger. But yet, yeah, it's just crazy to me that you can go to a job where you have to actively try not to die. Not that it's like people out there trying to kill you all the time, but you you can't be oblivious. Like you have to be on for eight hours and or more and understand what you're doing, but not be allowed to purchase tobacco or alcohol. It's like we trust people to have very good long-term thinking and very good short-term thinking at this day and at, at 18. Like you're supposedly old enough to know how much debt, legal debt you can take on when you've been paying taxes for maybe a two years and may or may not know the like the cost of living. Like you're still getting groceries, like your parents are still buying groceries and you can you're take still- on... More than likely on your parents' health insurance program. Yeah. So it's kind of hard for you to make a budget for student loans and and then f- figure out, say, whatever you're going into, what that makes, what it's expected to make versus what city, the cost of living there. It's just insane to me. But you're allowed to go do crazy dangerous shit. Like, you're old enough to go to war. You're old enough to fight fire you're old enough to work on an oil rig i think the only job where you have to be 21 or older is police officer right i think you have to be 21 to be a paramedic that makes sense but speaking of war i would like to back travel a little bit to it so there are age limits in the military like we said 17 or 18 18 with no permission needed 17 with permission needed but there are upper limits 28 for i believe it's the marine corps and 35 for the others which is extremely interesting to me because it make i'll be honest it makes sense for an 18 year old to be prepared for war not necessarily to go to war their bodies at nearly peak the one of the peaks it'll ever be very moldable human being can teach them now not necessarily send them to war because that's a whole slew of uh mental issues are they ready for that but they're still 18 19 those are teenagers we're letting teenagers get trained on weapons. And even uh, something that's very strange to me, too, in most, I believe it's all 50 states, you have to be 21 to buy a pistol, a handgun, but not a rifle and shotgun. So I can be in the military at 18, 19, 20, train on a firearm, carry a firearm overseas on my hip, come to the United States, the country I was defending, and not be allowed to carry the same gun that they issued me and I was using. To me, that makes no goddamn sense. And just for a little tip of information, uh, the military conscription, better known as the draft, ended in 1973. So technically we don't have a draft yet, but as all the male audience in the United States know, as soon as you're 18, you get issued a paper that you have to sign up for a draft if the draft ever comes back and you have to choose which branch you're going to. Fun stuff. So I wanted to kind of go around... I mean, talk about what, before we get into what ages should things be, talk about the rest of the world. Are they doing things differently the same? I don't know if you had anything else along this path. I did. Uh, I didn't mention it in early ancient Roman, but I wish I did. 
drinking at a young age or relatively young age is very, was very common in ancient times because mainly because drinking water was sometimes dangerous. Drinking wine was usually safer because the alcohol was able to kill germs. I believe it's France. You're still able to drink at like 14 and stuff like that. That kind of old tradition still kind of carries on and it's very different amongst the world. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely different drinking laws through the rest of the world. Um, per the age of enlistment by other countries, pretty much, uh, pretty much everything is 18, and then voluntary at 17. There's a few countries who bring the age up to 20, but I didn't see anything over 20 for age of enlistment around the world, Mike. I didn't see... I don't think I even say I saw 20. I think I saw 18 predominantly just everywhere. Yeah. So that's weird to me that that's like so like so well defined. Well, to play devil's advocate, I understand the logic. Again, the physical abilities, but also if you just look at history, even like not that far ago history, like say American Civil War, 1864, there were kids on the front lines. It wasn't until relatively history terms it was 21 and then kind of split the difference and they went to 18 that's i mean look at british during the 1700s like they had kids on ships to act as officers so they could learn it, children have been in warfare unfortunately for far too long yeah so i mean but again pretty pretty well defined so the, the age of the world agrees you can go to wars 17 18 um, I saw, I can't remember what country it is, but it's 17 to, jo to join. You're not allowed to deploy until you're 18. Seems pretty reasonable. Um, legal drinking age. There was some differences in this age more so. So the youngest, and I'm going to caveat this with not a lot of countries where the minimum age is 16 for drinking age, and all but a few are in Africa. There's a couple of European countries where the age is 16. Few countries where it's 17. Um, a lot of places where it's 18. Most of South America, a lot of Europe, like most of Europe is 18. Australia, somewhere it's not as much. I mean, maybe six or seven countries where it's 19. Another handful of countries at 20. Maybe 13 countries where it's 21. And then a handful of countries that are prohibited regardless of age. Gee, I wonder what countries those could be. Well, they're all in the Middle East, so you were right. So I just think it's interesting that warfare, we're, we're all in agreement on. 18, good to go. But when you can drink, that's different. And now I understand different, different countries have different cultures, where a lot of European countries don't have a binge drinking uh, culture like the United States does. So oh, that's bullshit. Talk to the British. I to, to play devil's advocate, I wouldn't say it's binge drinking because the Germans and British I know are alcoholics. I would just say that a lot of people in Europe don't have to physically drive cars. There's just so much public transportation. Well, <laughs> that's probably a big part of it, isn't it? That's a good point. I never really thought about that. Mexico, it's 18. <laughs> Canada, 18, or depending on the province, 19. Do you ever go to Canada before when you're not 21? And you're able to get a beer. I've never been to Canada. Oh, well, it was super fun because you're like, oh, like I went skiing with my parents. I could get a beer at a restaurant, but it was so expensive. 
because everything is so expensive in Canada. That's what they don't tell you about Canada. Yeah, I I can't add on to anything with that, but I can add on to your earlier question of, it is strange how we all go, okay, okay, okay. 18, here's a rifle, here's some body armor, that's your enemy, go kill them. Same 18-year-old walks into a liquor store, whoa, 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 whoa. You what can't the fuck be are you here. doing here? <laughs> it's like I I want to celebrate of coming back from the front lines alive. No, 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 no. Get the fuck out of my store. You know what? I'm calling the cops on you. You're gonna go to jail. Yeah, I mean it is weird, especially if you look at the other countries where the minimum age is 21. I mean you're looking at India is probably India, New Zealand, probably the two other biggest ones. Um, can't tell if that's Turkey. But a lot of developed countries are in that 18 to 19 range. So it's weird that the United States, some would argue the freest country, it's 21. Now, and I think you bring up an excellent point, Mike, and why our drinking age is 21 is we're so fucking big. And you have to drive everywhere. I don't think majority of the people could go to work without cars. I would say probably, uh, these are just... Now, take this with all grain of salt, abstract numbers. I imagine only 5% of the population could go to work without a car. Seems reasonable. And something else that I want to point out that was the same with fighting, was pretty consistent all throughout the world, was marriage. You're allowed to go into debt. You're allowed to vote. You're allowed to go to war. You're allowed to get married and reproduce, but not allowed to buy alcohol. Now, granted, it's far better than it used to be. It, I think it was like in the ancient times, 12 for females and 14 for boys. They were legally allowed to marry. I mean, 18 is an improvement. It's four more years for boys and six more years for girls. But again, these are still teenagers. But we're telling the same teenagers who can do all these extreme things of get married and bring a baby into the world. But tell them they can't go to the store to pick up a pack of smokes. When a dad walks out, what is he going to lie to his kids about going to get at the store? Nothing? I thought that was funny. No, it was pretty good. Sorry, I was just looking at more numbers. But, yeah, so another another age that's pretty universal is the voting age. The voting age is predominantly 18 across the world. A few countries, it's 17. Uh <laughs> One of those countries, so, I mean, Sudan, South Sudan, North Korea, you know, all the voting that goes on there. Oh, God, that's, that, <laughs> why don't they put the <laughs> the voting age to, uh, to be announced, like TVA? Yeah, seriously. Uh, Indonesia and Greece are at 17. Uh, a few countries have the voting age at 16, skip past that, Nicaragua, Scotland, Cuba, Brazil, Austria. Um, this is going to sound very dumb. If someone's Scottish and voting for 16, are they only legally allowed to vote about Scottish government or are they allowed to vote on the UK and the EU? Well, that's a whole mess that I have no idea how that works. Because if, like, say Germany has voting laws at 18... And the part, and it's about voting on the EU. Does everyone under eighteen in those countries where it's legal allowed to vote, or about even like their neighbors, like Scotland and Wales are close to each other? Is 
and they're all part of the UK. Dude, does Scotland get to vote? The sad it be sixteen year old and eighteen year old. Uh, that I don't know. That's just confusing to me. I wonder how that works. Yeah, I don't know how that works. Um, <laughs> here's an odd one. There's only one country whose legal voting age is eighteen. Can you go two for two? What is the country, Mike? Voting age of nineteen. Of nineteen. I don't think it's China. It's definitely not Germany. Is it Canada? No, you're closer with China. I mean, but not Japan. Geographic wise, South Korea. South Korea. Interesting. That because I know in South Korea, I think you're allowed to buy cigarettes when you're 18. I think you're allowed to drink when you're 18. But not allowed to vote until 19. Interesting. There's a few countries with 20 and 21, but the oldest, 25, the UAE, 25 years old is the age you have to be to vote. This is going to sound like another dumb question. What voting happens in the United Arab Emirates? Also another good question. I, I thought that was ruled by families. Huh. No idea. But I think voting age is a, is a weird one. And, uh, man, 16. Oof. Yeah, 16 is... That seems a bit early. I mean, you have to be old enough to understand what's happening, but young enough so you have a voice in your future. That's a very teeter-totter delicate balance. I mean, the brain structure alone would be from 12 to 16 and 16 to 18 and hell, all the way to 30 is all completely very different. Yeah, and I, and so, per, I mean, just observationally, how many times have you looked at a 16-year-old and been like, that's a, that guy's making smart decisions. But two, when you research, should 16-year-olds be allowed to vote? It's a lot of 16-year-olds saying that they should be allowed to vote. And not only that they should be allowed to vote, but that older people shouldn't be allowed to vote because they're taking control of the voting block. And it's time for people who understand what's going on to... If your argument is that someone else shouldn't be allowed to vote, but you should be allowed to vote, I mean, I feel like you shouldn't be allowed to vote. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we should eventually do an episode on voting in itself, but um, I don't. I don't think sixteen's young enough. I mean, sorry, not young enough, old enough. Uh, you're, for the most part, your education isn't even finished. You're not even legally enough allowed adult to buy things to do stuff to even you're not even old enough to go into the military it seems a little bit too early and to carry on with voting the human brain is different it takes about a full 25 years to fully develop and depending on who you are it could take all the way up to 30 years that means your critical thinking your memory your decision making your risk assessment is all ever changing that there's a quote, and I'm going to butcher it because I don't remember the exact quote, but it's young people vote Democrat, and when they become old and wise enough, they vote Republican or so- something something like that. Because that tends to be the caveat where the younger group votes Democratic and the older group votes Republican. Uh, I also want to point out that um, the older group voting uh, and saying kind of voting out the younger group well, that's just numbers. There's more younger people than there are older people. It's just older people vote more than younger people. That's kind of always been the case. Yeah, and so 
One of the reasons that countries have lowered the voting age to 16 is that they weren't getting good elect, good voter turnout at the age of 18 because they didn't have, and the assumptions that because they had no interest in it because they weren't able to be involved in it. So the hope is that involving people at a younger age gets them, gets as you grow older, able to have more interest in politics because you've been involved in it for longer, which apparently in Scotland, lowering the voting age to 16 and 17 did bring more younger voters above the age of 18. Ooh, is that because the people above the age of 18 were more scared about what the 16-year-olds were deciding? Honestly, that that's that's what I guess as well. Because I'll be honest, even when I was 19, even today I'm still a moron, let alone when I was 16. That's a lot. You Voting is not just one ballot. It's a, it's a whole process. It's... It's it's something more. It's a symbol. And to give that power to a 16-year-old who may never even have a job. Like, they might be living at their parents rent-free all throughout their education until they were 18. Or even longer. To not have a job and to be able to vote. To not ever hold a position of responsibility and be able to vote is a very scary thought. Right, and that's the argument against voting at 16 is you know, haven't been employed, haven't paid taxes, unfamiliar with home ownership. Well, isn't all of the UK unfamiliar with home ownership? <laughs> Probably. Um, so, yeah, which I, I think is right, which I think is right for 18-year-olds. Like you said, 19. I mean, personally, if I, if I had to say, like, at what age do I think I was first able to vote well-informed responsibly probably like 23 i'm right with you i i i'm somewhere between 22 and 24 one of, uh, one of those two dates yeah i mean that's i'd say 23 24 i can't remember but basically i and i had a full-time job like paid my own stuff involved in, in my own community been through experience just the amount of experiences you have over those years completely change your mindset. The amount of education and knowledge gained over one... I mean, this is an extreme example, but look at the difference between a freshman in high school and a senior in high school. The amount of knowledge gained amongst those three to four years is astronomical, let alone when you're an adult. Hopefully your education doesn't stop when you're 18. If your education stops when you're 18, you're a fool. So... So it's a weird argument we're making, though, right? I mean, for the I feel like we've been arguing you should be able to buy alcohol, tobacco, or, you know, if you're old enough to go to war, you should be old enough to buy alcohol, tobacco, but doesn't seem like you should be allowed to vote. So I actually have a caveat. This is a little bit hypothetical. I would like to backtrack after this, but I think if you're in the military and you have a military ID card, you can buy alcohol tobacco and vote if you're not a military member maybe maybe we keep the ages at 21 so this is the starship troopers act yes yes i'm very happy you said that those goddamn bugs but 
to me, it kind of makes sense. If you're, uh, let's be honest, there's a bell curve. There's a bell curve responsibility for every age group. You know, 19-year-old responsibility bell curve more might lean towards irresponsible rather than responsible. But if you're going into the military and there's structure and order and you're going through stuff like that and you're active and you're still part of the military, I'm guessing you're on the more right side of the bell curve rather than the left side of the bell curve. So maybe you get more rights. Maybe because you chose an occupation or let's be honest, during the military, you're giving up some of your freedoms. You gave up some stuff to gain others. It's not the best idea, but it is an idea. Yeah, and we might just have to save this for a whole episode on voting because I feel like now we're getting back into initially voting. We're not allowed to vote until you, unless you own property. Well, that that's a yeah, you're right. That's a whole different thing. But all right, kind of transitioning a little bit. I am curious with drinking ages because again, you could be, you can be. 21 in one day and you can be 20 20 years old and 364 years old and the the punishment of the crime could be completely different and not that this i don't really know where to put this in but you just kind of reminded me of this our birth dates is just the day that we left our moms whether you're born you know three months premature or late that that day is like what defines you. So you can be, I mean, it's right. It's not like you reach a certain point and you're allowed to purchase alcohol. It's literally just a clock starts. Yeah. There's no, there's no quest. There's no journey. There's no, no proof of being responsible. But the reason why I bring this up is since the brain doesn't stop until your late twenties, do we punish a 19 year old for stealing a car compared to a 35 year old? Those two age limits I'm sorry, those two age are completely different biologically and chemically from one another. But according to the law, they're both adults. Do we both try them the same? It's the same crime, but the brain, the physical brain structure and chemicals are different inside the human being. I understand. I'm just thinking. Well, while you're thinking, I also want to point out, uh, I don't know what else where to fit this into this this conversation but in the united states currently you have to be 25 or older to be representative 30 or older to be a senator and 35 or older to be a president of the united states there's no upper limit and with enough time we'll be talking about the upper limit if you don't have an answer no to my question, i mean it's that's fair <laughs> it's a difficult question it is and and i guess because a 19 year old is still a teenager it's just somehow a teenager who's legally allowed to buy a car go into massive debt and buy a house yeah so <laughs> i guess to me it seems like we should have sub steps of adulthood right like i mean from what i've seen the brain pretty much fully develops around the age of 25 and so you have like you know at past the age of 18 maybe you start you know whether you know, not, not, I'm not laying out where alcohol, tobacco, loans and shit fall on this. I'm just saying like, maybe we start having more and more severe penalties ramp up until a certain. Until you can rent a car at age 25. <laughs> yeah. Until 25 when you're able to rent a car and then after anything over 25 is like, that's all, all the same. Adulthood prime. <laughs> yeah. 
Like I could see something like that as being a fair system. Because, I mean, right, the argument is if you can't, if we don't treat someone as an adult, like you're, you're, you're not allowed to purchase alcohol, you're not allowed to do this, you're not allowed to do that, it's hard to try them as an adult, I guess, ethically, seems to me. So this is where I kind of agree with the Romans a little bit, where the Romans kind of had adulthood at 25, but you could still own and do stuff at 18, 19 20 all the way up to 25 there were laws to protect people underneath the age of 25 because the roman law was still called the minor but at the same time in the roman law you cannot use your minor age as a defense now i think this might be different from crime to crime like let's say let's just use extreme examples let's say murder if you murder someone at 16 17 20 30 70 years old probably try them all the same based on the crime but if it's something like a non-heinous crime like stealing a car maybe we put age into into effect there like say first time offender guy lost his job in a recession he's 30 years old guy provider family he breaks into a car in a mall to steal stuff versus a dumb 19 year old who wants to who's on the streets because now technically he's an adult his parents kicked him out he's trying to survive steal goes to a mall steal stuff I mean, they're both in hard st- positions, but I honestly have a higher expectation for the 30-year-old because he's older, more mature than the 19-year-old. And I I almost feel like the punishment should be different for those two. I I'm a bit torn, but that's kind of how I feel. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Like you're expected after a certain amount of time it's like, okay, okay, okay. Get out of your mom's basement. It's time to be yeah, responsible. Like you're done with the trial. It's time it's time to 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 go. Um so I guess the question is, should we have an age of adulthood or should we slow transition into adulthood where you get you can vote, you can, you know, purchase alcohol, tobacco, then you can get loans. What do you what do you think? I think it should be a transition. More responsibility put onto your shoulders. We already have some of that. I mean, 18, allowed to vote and be in the military, go into debt, housing. Um, 20, or is it, is it 20? I, I'm, I'm not, never mind. Uh, 21, you're allowed to drink and buy alcohol. 25, you're allowed to rent a car, which is weird that you could not rent a car, but you can, you can drive one when it's two separate age limits that's just weird to me a little bit too i think slowly transitioning to that the exact transition i think the dates need to be played around with a little bit but i kind of agree with the romans like by the age of 25 you should be a full adult yeah i mean i think 25 is a good number not only because it's what the romans are doing but that's when the brain there's science behind fully matures yeah so it's not it's not a random number we just picked out of a hat I do think need, things need to be reordered. Like, I, I think, you know, 18 for driving and buying tobacco sure makes sense. 21 for alcohol, get it. Uh, 18 for loans, though? Don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, I, I'll be honest with you, Nick. From our college episodes, which you, check, which you guys should all check out, I don't think you should be allowed to go into college until you're 20. 
I mean, you're still a teenager at 18 and 19. Like, you probably should work a few years and try to get some money. That being said, at I least you should you should have a full time job so you can have an idea of at what income you can survive at so that when you do have to pay back loans and you can figure out how much you need to make to be at whatever level you want to survive at plus your loans and then look at how much does whatever I'm going to get a loan for how much does agree degree in that make me yeah it's like maybe maybe i just take night classes and stretch this out and pay it little by little by little instead of go all in at once but this is also a very controversial thing with adulthood nick that i came up with and i think it makes sense to me at least i don't think you should start paying taxes till you're 18 so from 14 to 18 all the money that you work is your own to save up for a future that you can control and destined maybe it might be saving up for a school for a car, for, you know, to be on your own. I I think if you're able to work but not allowed to vote and do all these activities, maybe Uncle Sam shouldn't get a piece of it. Yeah, I always thought it was funny that I was allowed to, to work. So I worked under the age of 18 and got to see all the taxes get taken out. And, you but know, not a I, damn thing you could do about it. Yeah. You know, I understand, you know, everyone's always like, we had a, we had a war fought over no taxation without representation. It's like, yes and no. That being said, yeah, it kind of sucks. Now, I turned 18, I still had taxes taken out, so I wasn't able to change anything. But, yeah, I, I agree that, you know, have a, you know, if we're going to trial run up to adulthood, like, let's let's start and i mean i'm always in favor of less taxes so <laughs> i mean how how much money is the us government really getting in from a bunch of minimum wage workers under the age of you know 18 is it that is it making that big of a dent no and even if it was they would just print more money no oh. <laughs> well solved that problem <laughs> yeah i'm i'm a all right one Let's be honest here. Adulting's hard. No one likes it. It's it sometimes really sucks. So I think you should you should slowly start the getting fucked over by life. Like try to make their lives a slow transition of into the shithood which is adulthood. Life comes at you fast, but it doesn't have to. That's a good logo. That's a good line. I like it. I like it. Now, another caveat we keep doing with these age transitions and the age limits it's something i want to i touch on a little bit but i want to go back to the bell curve there will always be people who say let's say they're 18 there will always be some 18 year olds way more responsible than others sometimes you'll have the fucking idiot who dropped out of high school and is smoking meth versus the 18 year old working two jobs trying to put himself through school maybe we try to make each age limit law like met tobacco alcohol military stuff like that based on the average age curve of responsibility so it's like how responsible is this age group all right well more than 50 percent is responsible they're this age group for this so maybe we live even more pass no this age group over here has a bell curve which is a lot more dumb people on the left maybe maybe we don't give them so much Maybe we might push that age up a little bit more. 
Now, it's going to suck for the people who are more responsible. It's, I mean, let's be honest, Nick. We've all been in that situation in our lives. We're like, but we're not as dumb as the person to the left and right of us. Like, why can't we do it? Well, one person ruins it for the rest of us. And it, but maybe, maybe that's the best way to do it is look at majority of responsibility and intelligence and make laws based on that. Yeah, I think that's a good say. Okay, here's an example. Talk about student loans. At what age, when people initially take out their loans, do the majority of them pay back their loans? That would be a good age to be able to start giving out loans at. Uh, that's a that's a very dangerous question because I think there are some people who die with still with student loans. I mean, but that's initially like that's what what you're describing is the reason the drinking age is 21, right? When the drinking age was 18, a lot of oh, people yeah, more died because of drinking yeah. and driving. So we just bumped it up a little bit, less, a lot less drunk driving. As much as I hate it, it seemed to have worked. Yeah, definitely, it definitely worked. There's a lot less drunk driving deaths after that went into effect, which is funny because I always hear people say, we never had this drunk driving problem back in the day. It's like, I think it just wasn't, covered by the news <laughs> recorded as much yeah because it seems like you had a bit of a problem i mean is it the whole movie of footloose is why that's why dancing is illegal is because of a drunk driver no not a footloose fan okay i guess i just didn't pay attention enough to footloose i thought the reason dancing was bad was religion it, i'm pretty sure it was the one of the sons of the preacher died coming back from a dance and it's like some alcohol was involved or something Oh, it's been a long time since I've seen Footloose, so that went right over my head. Ah, Kevin Bacon's a national treasure. I mean, Footloose or Starship Troopers? Starship Troopers. Which one? No hesitation. Okay. No hesitation. So there's going to be some judgment. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Starship Troopers all the way. Rico, 100% all the way. But kind of bringing it back on track a little, Nick, there's something a lot happening in the news right now, and I want to get your opinion on it, and that'd be upper age limits for politicians and i don't know if you would like me to share my opinion while you calculate your thoughts or if you would like to go right ahead the age of retirement is 65 above that you should not be in public office see i actually disagree okay i don't think there should be an upper age limit for public office i think it should be limit terms i think there should be a both a physical and cognitive test that is public and shown of public officials but i don't think there should be an upper limit you can be a fool when you are young or a fool when you are old i mean if we look at our ancestors the elders were the wise ones and as age limits increase because of technology medicine etc etc maybe we don't take that away maybe eventually far down the line a seven-year-old will be the same as a 40-year-old and again, it's a case by case scenario at that cur at that limit of an age of some have more kind of ability than others. I mean, hell, there are CEOs who run billion dollar companies who will do it until they're 90. There are congressmen and public officials who are doing it in their 70s who couldn't even tie their own shoes. It's a bell curve. So maybe we just have there a kind of congressmen who are below the age of 40 who can't even tie their own shoes so uh, that's not it's a it's a weird comparison i guess 
Well, hence why I said there should be a physical and cognitive test for public office holders. In, in this, I mean, this is getting into the weeds here, but I agree and disagree with your argument because I agree all of America's problems could be solved by voting out bad politicians because that's what voting is designed for. Obviously, we're not doing it. Well, there's um, no one to vote for. That's not bad. That's true. Uh, but when you get into more of a, a numbers game, you're talking about bell curves. The average age of a CEO is 58 years old. So, and, and after that, people tend to retire because either they made enough money or they're no longer at the top of their game mentally. Companies try and get rid of, you know, older CEOs because they're not performing, right? And ideally, we're picking politicians who are at the top of their mental game. Heavy air quotes and ideally. So I guess I, I understand the argument for not having age limits. I feel like the, the, the argument for age limits should be, you know, whatever age the average American is retiring at, that's the age that you can no longer run for office at. And I understand, you know, maybe someone CEO retires and wants to run for office. I don't, we, we have made being an elected official a retirement gig. You're not supposed really, to do have. this to retire. It's supposed to be something you do for your country. So, yeah, I mean, like, understand, like, okay, like term limits. I understand the argument against term limits is that we have like if we don't like a politician, they'll be they can be gone within four years, and then they're done. That's how the argument plays out. That is that how it works? And I, that's this is more of a a close up argument of American politics than it is age limits. Yes and no is my answer. How's that work? No, I I agree with you that the bell curve is predominantly around sixty. That's when the your cognitive abilities usually start to decline across all groups physicists doctors uh ceos all of that but there's it just seems it almost seems childish to me like a roller coaster like you must be this tall to ride to ride the uh roller coaster then all of a sudden we're saying well you're too tall to ride the roller coaster it's so it's would you remove odd. age limit for president she had to be 35 before you can be president mm, that's that's very dependent on what era of presidency we're talking about for the most part in history 35 has sort of worked I'd, i could see it being aged up higher uh but the problem is over the past couple decades the presidency has power has significantly in, 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 enlarged so maybe maybe pushing that age limit up might be less good than stuff like that um i mean i guess i find it hard to argue for a minimum age without a maximum age well i i i don't again this is kind of getting in the weeds of it but if we do a physical and cognitive test that is public like in order to run for president you must do this you must do this test to show that you are mentally fit to do so the then combine you can, and, and an academic <laughs> decathlon. Yeah, no, be like, can you solve, are you smarter than an eighth grader for politicians? You can do that before you, you have to do that before you run 
or while you're running for your office. This sounds like a good idea, but uh, just I want to clarify the rules. If the politician loses, does the eighth grader then get to become a politician? Honestly, some eighth graders would be way better than some politicians we have now. So maybe. Like I'm not, initially I was opposed to it, but the more I thought about it, it's not the worst idea I've ever heard. An eighth grader in Congress? Yeah, if if we elect a person who gets beat by are you smarter than an eighth grader and the eighth grader is in fact smarter than them, the eighth grader gets to gets their office. I don't know if that's the best idea, but that definitely seems like it should it's, be a it's it's called sitcom. motivation for not electing anyone who can is going to get beat by an eighth grader in an academic decathlon. Well, let, let's be honest. The politicians are one going to cheat or rig it, but at least at least they'll be forced to jump through more hoops. Because one, right now, the only the only thing to run for office is to either a have money and be at least twenty five years or older. Like for most positions, for Congress, twenty five for thirty thirty percent at thirty five for presidency. It seems like there should be more for that, but I don't think you should tell someone they can't do it because of their age. That being how old they are there might be someone who's 90 who's smart as a tag who has lived and seen a lot of shit throughout their time so they can see the big picture and make more rational decisions i ooh, now that i'm saying this i wish i looked at the queen of england on how her policies change from when she was young to where she is now strange women lying in swords distributing lakes is no basis for a system of government mike we've been over this yes because incest is I mean, can you have one without the other? Touche. Touche. I can see... A, maybe maybe we kind of do it like the DMV a little bit, where the older you get, the harder the test is supposed to be for cognitive ability for political office. Like, maybe we don't start doing the test until you're 65 or older, the cognitive test. And also, maybe we should make driving harder for older people. But, Sorry, I mean, older I get, people. You your, suck at driving. Your argument... I mean, I guess the argument to that would be, why don't we just not elect anyone who can who can't pass a test like that? Oh no, that's the optimal. I'm trying to go for realistic. The optimal is someone who to his, is have term limits. Someone who held a uh, a job that was for the good of the community, whether that be police officer, fire truck, doctor, engineer, physicist, like just some teacher, some profession before transitioning into politics. Do their terms and get out. That would be ideal, but that ain't gonna happen. What are you talking about? We've had two recorded cases of that in history, Mike. Well, that didn't work out well. So talk talk about a bell curve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, I I don't think we should limit someone because how old they are. They might have wisdom yet to show. Maybe we remove. That what like maybe they can't be a president, but maybe they can be senator and congressman. Maybe maybe we do put a, a age limit on presidency, but maybe not Congress and in general. I don't know. I it, it just seems I I can't put it into words, but it just seems very odd to me to say someone to someone you're too old to make decisions. I guess I'll rephrase it. Our Congress looks like a retirement home. No, I I, I agree with you, Nick. I mean, I think the that's nail. the problem. You hit the nail on the head with saying that being in public office and being in government 
is a retirement job. You hit the nail on the head on that. It should not be a retirement job. It should be a prestigious job that you have to jump lots of hoops and prove yourself to have. I don't. I'll be honest, Nick. I don't even know what resumes the senators and congressmen have. I don't even know if they have a resume. I have no idea if they even had a real job before going into their public office. I don't know if they were just behind money and had a good smile. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's pretty much it. They should. It should be a little bit harder. But again, going back to age limits. I can see a progression to ramp up. I don't see a progression to ramp down. Like, let's be honest, Nick. Do you not? Do you want to be seventy and not be able to buy a gun? I'm already. If you're seventy, you have to take like the harder driving test. So we're either concerned about people's cognitive abilities at seventy, or we're not. Oh, we're definitely concerned. But that doesn't mean there's not outliers. And I don't want to ruin it for. The, like, if you made it that far, I, I don't know. I I see both sides. It just seems very taboo to me to say you can only do it between this period and this period in your life. No more. I mean, I feel like, you know, talking about driving and stuff like stuff like that, that's something everyone's going to do. Putting an age limit on the presidency, that's a one person thing. We're excluding. We're not excluding that many people. Um, so I, I, I'm more willing to do it there than in other places. If, if that's what we're, you know, we're going to do something like that. I don't have an answer of what's a reasonable age, what age we should start testing people for. And then, you know, at what age do we give people rights? What age do we start taking rights away? Yeah, I I don't, I don't know. Well, Nick, once again, it seems like we're not going to be, we have more questions than we do answers, but I think it's fair to say that the age limit the idea, the science behind it is a pseudoscience. It just changes with the wind. Well, it changes for whatever we need, right? Like, <laughs> True. oh, you're, you, need, you have to be 21 to go to war unless we need you. <laughs> Ooh, we're running out of soldiers. Let's lower the age limit a little bit. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. You have, you have to be 18 to drive. Unless you need to for work or for an agricultural exemption or, or to go to school. Yeah, yeah. I I guess it's a case-by-case scenario. And it's, it's I guess, my biggest, the biggest surprise that I had is that of how wide the voting age is across the world and how the U.S. is one of the most conservative state or countries when it comes to drinking age. I'm curious on what their drunk diving deaths are if we were to remove the amount of public transportation let's because let's be honest public transportation in the united states sucks if we were it's just it's just so big that the infrastructure would be astronomical if we could find a country somewhat relative to size i'm wondering what the drunk driving deaths would be because it's i'll be honest 21 seems like there's some science behind it it's not complete science, but it's the idea is there. Well, Nick, it seems like we're talking in circles once again, and I don't think we're going to solve anything today. So here's the... I tried to find a comparable country to the United States, and I chose Russia. They drink vodka from the womb. And, well, and that and we don't trust their numbers. So about 10,000 people die every year from drunk driving in the United States. And supposedly only 2,100 people died 
in 2020 in Russia. What's their population? 146,069,058 as of August 2020. I mean, we technically, our percentage difference is we're only like slightly above double their percentage of deaths per population. Wait, so we double them? We double them. So there we go. Not good. <laughs> Not good. Not good. Uh, but yeah. Imagine I... being less responsible than Russia. But Russian numbers. Hard to believe. Hard to believe. And uh, well, how many times have they just called it something else? Yeah. Hard, hard to believe numbers. So what are you reading, Mike? Well, I still have yet to start Extreme Discipline by Jocko Willink. I have been busy and traveling. Super ironic. I am still working my way through resource utilization in conifers. That sounds riveting. Sure is. And if you want to get a hold of us, hit us up on Reddit or Instagram. We're not updated all the time, but I will answer direct messages. And I do have a question for all those listening who've made it this far through our ramblings. What age limit do you think alcohol should be allowed to buy and consume because i think nick let's be honest that's the one we care about the most yeah pretty much everything is a second to that i mean i feel like every, i feel like a, the two that there's some room for movement is, is alcohol and loans but i feel like voting going to war working all pretty well established alcohol is the biggest variance across countries i feel like there's room for exemptions to be made Ages to go up or down. could see it pretty much any way. Well, with that being said, thank you all for listening. Thanks for listening to the Backyard Philosophy Podcast. We rarely finish a podcast without missing a point we wanted to bring up, so let us know what we forgot. And if you have a topic you want us to talk about, let us know at Backyard Philosophy on Instagram and Backyard Philosophy Podcast on Facebook.